Welcome to another episode of It's Just Pennies. This is the Stock Whisperer. Before you enjoy today's episode, let me just state this. I am not a financial advisor, so if you're looking for financial advice, please seek an investment professional. The episode that you're about to hear is strictly for educational and informational purposes only. Hello, OTCers. Today, we have a guest who's a mother, wife, full-time engineer, and an OTC trader. I'm going to get straight to the point because I know that the time difference, I'd like to welcome huge trips. How you doing? I'm good. Thank you for having me. How are you doing? <laughs> I'm doing all right. Thank you for uh, accepting the request and coming on. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I think we have uh, many things we can talk about and share. Absolutely. So I know it's very late, so let me just dive into some questions and we'll get get to going, okay? Yeah, well, sure. Go I know ahead. <laughs> I know it's late for you. So how long have you been trading in the stock market in general? So I've been trading for over two years now. I've been doing uh, big boards for two and a half years, I think. And I've joined OTC around uh, March this year. Okay. Which one are you doing more of as of uh, late? lately? Only OTC. I'm trading only OTC starting March. So yeah. <laughs> so you left the big boards. <laughs> you left the big boards. So what? Why did you like the? Or what? What attracts you to the OTC? The rate of return, obviously. I've made in the OTC in the I think last month <laughs> than I've ever made in the big boards. So the rate of return, definitely. So you don't miss the big boards at all, then? No. I mean, they do have some crazy days lately <laughs> with all the Trump craze that's going on. But uh, no, I don't miss it. No. <laughs> <laughs> so I have to ask because I'm curious myself. You work full time. You're a mother and a trader. How do you juggle everything? Because constantly I get like emails and requests saying people saying I don't have enough time. I don't have enough time to learn and figure it out. OK, so that's a great question. and. I've come to understand that everything in life is a matter of priority and a matter of what you'd like to achieve and what you'd like yourself to have. So I'm a mother of three children. I have three boys. The big one is six years old, and then I have four years old, and I have a baby uh, who is a year and three months. So I'm indeed a full-time mom and a full-time engineer and a full-time trader. The way I do it is I try to maximize the time that I have to do like, you know, things like when I'm driving, when I'm doing the dishes, when I'm organizing the house and cleaning and stuff like that. I always try to listen to things and learn new things through listening. For example, I can listen to your podcast. I can turn on uh, something that I wanted to learn on YouTube and stuff like that, or join a conversation with my fellow traders and discuss things while I'm doing shopping, you know, <laughs> <laughs> while I'm going to the supermarket and, and you know, shopping for, for things for the house. So I'm really trying to maximize the time that I have and put every minute that I can, you know, um, make myself think and work and, and leave trading. So I try to do that. And another thing I do is um, sleep less. <laughs> 
So I, I sleep around maybe five or six hours a day. I could have slept more, you know, as I said, it's a matter of priority. Um, but I choose to invest an hour or two each day into, you know, learning and expanding my trading knowledge. I see it as an investment for my future, for my family's future, for my kids' future. So I gladly put the time I have into that. And you, and you do all this by, and you still remain sane as well. <laughs> um, I, I was never sane. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, but definitely, most definitely. And I, I even have time for myself. I'm doing some aerial acrobatics. So I even have a few hours for each week for myself to do things that make me feel good with, you know, with myself as a person, things that make me good, which are not work or kids or trading things for myself, for my soul, which is very important as well, because if you don't feed your soul, you won't have the clarity in your mind and, you know, everything that your mind needs to be able to consume all the knowledge that you have to learn uh, while you go into, uh, you know, trading and stuff like that, because, you know, the markets have unlimited knowledge, which you can always learn, you can always get better and, and, you know, each one with his process. So, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I'm saying, I think <laughs> I'd like to believe that. <laughs> <laughs> so all those parts of your life force you to grow, but specifically, how has you taken the time to learn the stock market force you to grow? I think that I've come to learn that I, you know, I, I've been working my nine to five job for years now and I am an engineer. So, you know, I'm an, a well-educated person and I have a very decent job with a very decent salary and, you know, we're good. We are good financially, but I don't think that I've come to the financial freedom that I've wanted or that I want to myself and to my and, and my family to have. So I, I went to learn, you know, how to trade. And I think that the, the, the process itself of learning and expanding the knowledge made me grow, you know, like all the information that I've consumed. And, you know, personally, from the perspective of, you know, of me, myself as a person, I've come to be much, uh, much more patient and uh, much less um I'm very, like, I have a bit of an ADHD issue. So I'm like a very responsive person. Something happens and I'm like, okay, now I sell. Okay, now I buy, you know. Yes. <laughs> I'm like very. <laughs> so I've come to be much more patient in terms of, you know, executing the orders and learning to watch from the side and holding for a longer period when I know that I'm in a quality stock and, and that's a stock that I trust and I would like to remain in. So that's, you know, from the personal side. I can definitely uh, attest to that too. Patience. Uh, patience is prior, probably the most important thing that, you know, it forced me to grow as well. So I, I definitely can agree to that. Overall, how has your journey been since you've uh, started coming over into the OTC? Oh, it has been amazing. Not as amazing as, you know, all the people <laughs> coming here and, you know, becoming multimillionaires <laughs> and stuff like that. I'm not um I'm not I mean I'm not actively in the platforms 24/7 you know and and uh, watching the level 2 and watching the time and sell and stuff like that. I'm coming to the computer whenever I can. I'm trying to watch you know from my cell phone like positions I know that are risky or stuff like that. So I'm following the markets 
definitely and I'm doing my due diligence and I definitely invest the time into learning the markets and learning some new stocks and 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 learning the stocks that I'm currently at but you know I'm not uh, a full-time trader as you know as other people are but I'm I'm most definitely following the market and the thing that I think that affects my gains the most is the fact that I'm not on the computer 24/7 because things happen in the OTC you know like you can have a reverse split suddenly happening i hope that it will be you know deprecated from the markets following the sec <laughs> the, the the new rules of the sec and you know that the markets are going to be a bit more stable from that point of view but i have definitely lost money because i wasn't on the computer 24/7 and full full-time trader like other people that I'm trading with uh, have been. So that's one thing in my process that I think that slows, slows it down a little bit. But, you know, I, I can't complain. Like you cannot have like more than 100 percent gains in the big boards in a few months you know and in the otc it's definitely possible when you are an engineer full-time working and a full-time mom <laughs> and you know it's possible like i did it so if i did it everybody can you know i'm not talking about thousands and thousands of gains but i will get there you know it will take a bit more time maybe uh, more than other people uh, but i'm most certain that i will get there and and that's amazing you know which other market can provide you the opportunity to have more than 1000% gains in a few months that's crazy you know <laughs> yeah i think i think going forward the market will help accommodate the fact that you're not at the computer I say that because now that we have less shares to uh, let not less shares, less stocks out there compared to what it used <laughs> to be. We're now starting to see a lot of people who used to pump bullcrap no longer pumping the OTC. So now the organic companies can slowly grow. So instead of us seeing like those one day gainers, you're going to start seeing those slow and steady, which in a perfect world, ideally, the money will flow to the slow and steady stocks that are organically growing. People are happy with those profits, right? They then take their money, then go to the next slow and steady stock and it keeps going. And then it just rinse, yeah. and, and, rinse and repeat. So I wouldn't get too discouraged, you know, the fact that you're not at the computer or have access to it as much now compared to prior to the SEC enforcing, you know, those set rules. So I think you'll be all right. I have a good film. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know I'll be all right. <laughs> so let me ask this. You don't have any regrets starting, jumping over to the OTC. You haven't looked back to even, you know, diving into the stock market in general. Oh, no, no. Most definitely. I do not have any regrets. And I really think that I mean, I'm, I, I know the difficulties in, in, you know, being a woman who has kids and has a full-time job and has all the, you know, all the responsibility of taking care of the house and stuff like that. And I'm fully aware of that. And I'm fully aware of the time it consumes for me. But I think that if a, if a person can put one hour a day into learning the stock market, you know, the return from this one hour per day is unimaginable. I mean, it's it's really giving me much more than I'm giving to learning the process and learning the markets and learning the stocks and doing the due diligence. Um, and I've also met some great friends, you know, from from starting trading the OTC. I have 
an amazing group of people who I, you know, I share the ideas with and we are trading together and we are actually going through a process all together because we all started around the same time. And it's also amazing, you know, it has like the social part of it, the trading. And it's also, it's, it's fun, you know, it's not like I'm going and one hour I'm exploring something something sorry and wasting my time and so on it's not like that it's a social thing it's fun so i i also really like that part of trading as well i <laughs> i can uh i can agree with that too the the beauty of you know trading is the relationships and the people you get to meet along the journey right especially the genuine people you never know what path you cross and where area you may travel as well <laughs> yeah most definitely <laughs> <laughs> so Besides you not being able to, you know, be at the computer or on the phone at times and see, you know, the latest news or what's moving and why it's moving for better or for worse, what has been the most challenging obstacle or obstacles you've had in the OTC? Oh, my God. (laughs) 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 I've had quite a few, but I think that the most challenging, challenging thing for me is the patience thing i'm still working on it but my most you know my hardest mistakes were selling when a support level was broken and the stock went down and i'm like oh my god no way it's going down and i know that it's a quality stock and i know that it's going to go back up but i was impatient (laughs) and i was like no way it's going to get lower i'm not going to be beggy with it no way no way i'm going out so that's, you know, that's the impulsive part in my personality and the impatient part in my personality. And that's my biggest challenge up until now. I'm much more patient than I've been. <laughs> much more patient, like <laughs> drastically much more patient. But I still have to work on those things in myself. So that's, that's I think, my biggest challenge in the OTC world. And, and not only the OTC. I think it was a challenge when I traded the big boards as well. Yeah. That that was like my toughest learning lessons as well. When I first started, it was like I would be in stocks and then it would dip. And I know I'm like, they have so much potential. It's going to bounce. But then you see that red day after day. And you're like, forget it. I'm getting out. And then boom. And then it, it takes <laughs> off. <laughs> the, minute, the minute after you get out. <laughs> and at it times this caused me like six or seven figures in in potential gains that I could have had simply just because I wasn't patient. So after doing that a few times many years ago, it's, you know, you learn your valuable lesson of like, hey, I trust my DD, I trust my research. So definitely going to uh, hold this one in and continue on. <laughs> yeah, most definitely. I mean, I, I hope that I won't have to, you know, go through much more lessons. <laughs> <laughs> To change, you know, to change that about myself, but it's definitely the most challenging thing for me. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> since you started in March in the OTC, you don't have to give the gains, but what has been your best play and why do you feel it was your best play? And it's not always necessarily gains. Like, it could be simply you did some DD and found a stock and then, you know, researched it and invested and then you looked online and everybody was talking about it but what what has been your best ticker you felt like you played and why okay so my best ticker i think is PUGE you talk about it quite quite oh, yeah, uh, <laughs> often lately yeah <laughs> 
<laughs> I recognized it at around double zero twenty plus minus. Nice. And yeah, <laughs> it's nice. But I got impatient, <laughs> and I <laughs> and I threw it away. <laughs> And I have like, you know, a huge, <laughs> a huge note in front of my computer with the four letters P-U-G-E, you know, just reminding me how stupid I was <laughs> so, and how I threw it away. Like I had a few millions of shares in P-U-G-E at a very super low price. But, you know, I did a very good ditty with my group of fellow traders that I trade with. And we really had a very good ditty about it. And, you know, we knew that it's going to be something huge. And we were, uh, you know, in touch with uh, people from the company. And, and you know, we were really... Um, we were really, really into the stock and, and we, we did the DD, the due diligence. And, you know, we really invested a lot of time and a lot of effort into that stock. So I, I'm really proud of us, you know, for getting to learn everything that we learned and, and, you know, getting into the stock and then seeing it go up. I mean, even though I got out of it, it's still, you know, heartwarming to see that the due diligence and the process that we undertook was good. You know, the, I mean, the end result is good. The stock went up and, 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 you know, we were right about it. We were right about the due diligence that we did. We were right about the, the, the things that we thought that the stock would be doing and the, 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 the way that we, that we evaluated that the markets are going to uh, respond to the, the catalyst in this specific stock. So I'm really happy with it, although I'm not in it <laughs> because I threw it away because I was impatient. So but I think that that's most definitely one of the best plays so take me through those conversations you're having with yourself when you sell it and then it's going up <laughs> <laughs> it's like oh no 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 way no why did i sell it i knew that i shouldn't be selling it i mean i knew that i shouldn't be selling it it broke the support level i know but it's a good stock i mean we had the dd we know what's going in the stock and we know what are the upcoming catalysts we know that we are expecting this and that and that and we know that that's going to happen so why did i throw it away okay it's going up now and then i'm like okay it's already up 100 percent. i'm not going to get in now you know it's like it's zero <laughs> it's double zero 40 now yeah. <laughs> i can get in I was already there in double zero twenty. I cannot get in now. And then the next day, <laughs> you see it, it <laughs> almost again. at a penny. <laughs> and I'm like, no way. I cannot get in now. <laughs> <laughs> Yesterday, I said that I will not get in because it was already 100% up. So I cannot get in now. So, yeah, it's like beating myself up, you know, for not listening to myself and staying in the freaking stock in the first place <laughs> and getting impatient. Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking when they start uh, completing some of those LOIs, I think they got like 45 days from when they announced it that it should start going up more. So those in it should see a nice Yeah, return. are going to, yeah, yeah, <laughs> definitely. I'm trying to, you know, to collect the dips right now <laughs> to be able to join the party. <laughs> Yeah, and, and not and not think about it when it's going to be five pennies like oh <laughs> i should have bought it when it was one penny <laughs> <laughs> you know <laughs> yes yeah, not definitely <laughs> right now you just have to pay the percentage then right versus being like i right, it's at five cents and 
I was in there in a double zero two oh and so like just gotta play the percentages. Cause even now though, right, if you get a few dips here and there and it goes to five cents, you still, you know, yeah, almost like tripled your money. Yeah, 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 indeed. It's uh, it's it's a very nice rate of return. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like I'm thinking about it, okay, if I weren't in the stock up until now, would I get in now? What would I do if it was a new stock with a new due diligence? What would I do now? So that's the way I'm trying to think about stocks, which, you know, <laughs> I was in and threw them away. So I'm trying to think about it that way. It helps me, you know, focus myself into, uh, you know, thinking straight and not getting my emotions to get the best of me. Absolutely. I think you bring up a good point because I, I, I think now that's the mindset not just you, but all of us are going to have to have because I, you know, with the trips pretty much extinct until, I mean, they're pretty much extinct, right? Because a company be that's in the trips is typically on the expert market. Now, when they come off the yeah. expert market, it immediately run. So it's going to be hard just to load up on trips unless you held some tickers that are already on the expert market and you just had those, you know, but I think you bring up a good point that moving forward, our mindset is going to have to be more of like, what I get in this stock, what's the, what's the DD behind it for me to get in now, even though it has moved, do I expect it to go much higher? Yeah. And yeah. Like what will happen with it from now on? Yeah. And I think by switching that mindset, you'll be able to maybe potentially get in certain stocks you probably would not, wouldn't have gotten in prior to the SEC rules and regulations taking place. Yeah, most definitely. Most definitely. I totally agree with that statement. So a couple more questions and then, you know, we'll switch it over to you as far as when you and I talked about your idea. My next question, I know you, you briefly touched on it, but I like to ask everyone who comes on, mm -hmm. what is your why? Because I know you talked about, you know, you guys have been in, you're in a good financial position. You talked about financial freedom. But ideally, for someone who's listening, they would say, if I was an engineer, I would just work that until, you know, retirement and then right off into the sunset. So what is your why of even taking on this added learning opportunity and stress at times, right, in the market to, you know, move forward? So my why is basically my kids and, you know, my more extended family like my mom and my brother and sister and you know the people i care about i am coming from a family who wasn't you know the, you know the the biggest uh, on on the financial side we were like living a, a very modest life and um, I'm the first one in my family who even got to the university. Um, now my sister is learning in the, in the university as well, but I was the first one from my family to go out and learn in the university. And I'm most definitely the first, you know, person with an academic degree. So that's fairly new to me and to my environment, all this, you know, financial, good financial state of, you know, being. So... The, the financial freedom I've been talking about is something which is really important for me. I mean, I would like to be able to go ahead and get a very, you know, a nice and decent house for myself and my kids and my husband. And I would like to be able to help out my mom with everything she needs, you know, because she know she's an elder person and my father has passed away a few years back and she's, you know, her in her own right now and she's not able to finance herself. So we are kind of helping 
helping her. So I want to be able to give all that to my family without worrying about what will happen next month. Because honestly, living where I live, buying a house, like a nice house can cost up to $1 million, which is, you know, a ton of money. And, you know, uh, educating the kids costs more than 2000k per month. And that's a lot of money we are talking about. So being able to provide to my family without thinking about, okay, I need to save that and that and that. And I will not buy that because we need that money for, I don't know, a few months from now, or because we better have some savings aside to be able to, I don't know, renovate the house or buy some furnitures and stuff like that, you know. So I would like the um, free mind, not thinking about those things and just living my life, you know. I don't really need, I don't know, Ferrari, <laughs> you know, like all those luxuries stuff. It's not interesting for me. I just really want a nice house, financially free state of mind and being able to help my family and my mom and my brother and sister. And that's all. That's all I need. And I also have one of my uh, biggest goals in this financial journey is being able to pay the tuition uh, for one student per year in I don't care which academic institute, but in one of the academic institutes in the country I live. So I'll be able to give one person who has trouble paying for their academic studies one year at a time. So that's really another goal of mine for, you know, for the future. I would really like to get to the state, to the financial state where I can allow myself to do that. That's a, that's a very impactful and powerful why. And very motivational. I think a lot of people are listening to that. And, and one, the why, understanding the why is important for times where things aren't going our way. But then it's going to be yeah. awesome when you start accomplishing those whys. I can't wait to hear when you're like, hey, I just paid a kid tuition. You know, things like that. It, there, it's just that instant gratification that you're helping put someone else in a better position who may not have had that opportunity. Yeah, most definitely. And then, I mean, I, yeah. I'm dying to be there, <laughs> really. <laughs> It'll come, you know, pay, it, this is one where it's not always about when, I mean, it's not always about, you know, we want it right now. It's just about the timing of it. But as long as we don't quit, we'll eventually get there. You know, for some, it takes a year or two. For some, it may take five, 10 years, but we all will get there. I believe it. <laughs> <laughs> I sure, I sure hope so. And I'm not planning on giving up anytime soon. So, <laughs> <laughs> All right. One more question and then we, we'll uh, dive into your idea. Is there anything that you are struggling with in the OTC that may be based on my experiences or people if I talk to that I can help share some of my knowledge with with those same struggles? Oh, I think that I'm going to shoot that question um, and maybe to try and, you know, connect it to the uh, status of the markets these last few days because the market is really red. It's bleeding everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> so 
I was, you know, I've listened to a lot of people you've interviewed and I've learned a lot of different perspectives. And I'm not yet at the point where I can say that I'm not disturbed by the red in the account. You know, I see the money going down and I'm like, oh, shoot, why did they have to happen? I mean, I needed to maybe, you know, sell this position and this position and I should have known better. I'm still there. So I'm still in the state of mind of maybe, you know, I've, I, I didn't make as much gain to be okay with uh, losing big big percentage of money from my account so i was wondering if you have any advice for you know uh, people who are not there yet in their state of mind who are still feeling bad about those losses and and what advice what advice can you give to people who are still feeling bad about red days okay good question so when it comes to red days i think regardless if no matter the size of your account people everyone hates red days let's let's call it what it is um <laughs> heck i've had if it wasn't for like some of my short swings and scalps um i probably would not have even looked at my account because it's so red and i'm you know i'm down so much but there's a few things i know for me personally the red doesn't bother me as much anymore because I look at it as a, as a blessing and opportunity. You know, I take that mindset of every day I can make as much money based on, you know, timing and execution. Now, all it takes is one to change your life potentially, but my mindset of looking at the glass half full versus half empty means more to me. So I like like to like before today I think I probably had like on the stuff that I was holding, not just day trading, mm -hmm. I, it's been massive dips. And some dips have been bigger than the others, but I go back to look and I, and I ask myself, why am I holding this stock? I'm holding it because of X, Y, and Z. So even if I would have sold in the green, you'll have that um, speech with yourself, oh, I could have sold and got back in it, right? And then I could have yeah. bought double the shares. Well, yeah. those, those are learning lessons. And typically what's going to happen is when you try to implement that learning lesson and you get out, that's when it's going to run. And I've had those <laughs> where like, okay, next time it does that, they release news and it pops getting out. And then I get out and I felt good. Yes. Got, you know, maximize, got some gains. I go to sleep or take a break, open my phone or open my computer and look and it ran like two or 300 more percent. And then it ran the next day and the next day. So really you have to go back and identify why you're in a stock right are you in a stock because somebody told you about it or because you got you did the proper db and you believe that this stock is worth much more higher now if you're investing money that you know you really depend on that's a different conversation because then it's like well why are you doing that but necessarily yeah, no, no. <laughs> for you know <laughs> for no no for me <laughs> For me personally, you know, the red does not bother me as much anymore just for the fact that being able to write a blank check based on the execution that I personally can do in the market motivates me. So even on days where I might stink and my, my, my day trades might not work, OTC's down, it's like, yeah, you know, you, you feel bad, you might get a little irritated and then it's like, it's all a blessing, you know? 
there was a guy, he came on, his name was Northern Trader. I talked to him probably like once a week, just, you know, checking on him and, and things like that. And he actually had some success, took a break. And then he, he said he came back, revisited our conversation and he's and listened to the podcast. And for him personally, it made him a better trader because it made him tighten up his execution. So like even now, uh, he messaged me, he said, my whole, my whole account is red except for M-O-N-I and F-B-C-D. But he's like, my whole account, pretty much I'm on free shares. So there's no stress of like, odd, I'm losing my money. He's like, yes, I'm losing some gains, but those losses are, you know, only if I sell. But the fact that they yeah. are free shares, whereas I triple, you know, or my account went up four times, I've taken up my initial and some profit, I'm okay with that. So it's just really, you might have to revisit your style your trading style, ask yourself, what could you have done to done better? Maybe when it pops, are you, I would ask, are you taking enough profit out that if it dips, you wouldn't be bothered because you can always average up and that's what people forget. So what I, and what I mean by that is I like to leave what I call like tail end. So let's say I'm in a stock and I've um, taken out a good amount. I'll still leave in maybe like 10 or 20%. That 10 or 20%, one is going to serve me as a reminder of like, hey, to keep looking at that stock because a potential could go up and say they release incredible news. And I'm like, this stock can go up 10 times more. I can still get back in that stock and ride it on the way up versus getting completely out and then forgetting about it. And then one of you guys or women uh, send a message and say, hey, you remember that stock you mentioned? And I'm like, yeah, they're like, look at it now. And it's $2, <laughs> you know? So I think sometimes people people are quick to average. Oh my God. <laughs> people are quick to average down, but they're not as quick to average up, and they don't understand that averaging up uh, has its benefits at times. Yeah, indeed, I'm very bad at averaging up. That's a very good point. Like I'm really trying to force myself to average up. Like when I see a potential in a stock, you are definitely right that's a very painful part <laughs> and let which me give, i have to improve let me give you an example of averaging up just for the listeners as well mm -hmm. moni they recently just put out the update today that hey we receive our audited financials we're going to you know review them upload them uh then we can proceed with the uplisting i believe they're trying to uplist it in nasdaq and then follow that with all the other announcements that they have hinted at, you know, on the Twitter and, and things of like that. I mentioned that stock at the time with WOGI in an earlier episode. It was in the trips and the subs. I bought some down there, bought some at one cent, bought some at five cents. I even bought some at 10 cents. And then recently, I want to say about two or three weeks ago, for like a whole day, I bought everything in the fives. Just kept buying. Like, like so my I, I've averaged up. Because one, I believe in the stock and I'm not telling anyone to buy it. But two, by even me averaging up my um, cost, my average cost basis is still lower than what the price is now. So I'm still up significantly. Yeah. You know, but by me averaging up, I now have given my, myself the opportunity to swing certain shares when they pop. So like if it goes to 12 cents, I can just buy the shares I sold at, bought at five cents and that's double. Yeah. You know, it just gives yeah. you, once you get your comfort leveled up, you, you'll start understanding how to play certain percentages while you're holding your core or why you still have that tail end in there. So, good question. 
That's definitely part of the learning process. <laughs> <laughs> any other ones? Any other questions or uh, come to mind before we we, we uh, tackle this idea that you uh, mentioned? Um, no, I think I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So recently you shared an idea with me and then we had talked about it and I was like, hey, like map it out some more. So you talk, we you shared an idea. Um, it was in the early stages and I wanted to talk about it on a podcast because one, I do know quite a few women and then two, you never know who's listening and what they may know or how I can inspire them to say, hey, I'm willing to help. So yeah. are you ready to share your idea? Yes, I am. <laughs> okay. So. The, ta the table is yours. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I think that one of the things that I was really missing when I first started trading and trading the OTCs in particular was other women, you know, in the trading community who can help me out with, you know, letting me know how do they deal with, you know, balancing things and, you know, how do they balance the trading with the house, with the work? Uh, give me some tips, you know, from the area of how do I deal even with the fact of me wanting to become an OTC trader and help me out with getting comfortable with trading the OTCs. And then also, you know, women sharing their ideas of, okay, let's try to find stocks together. Let's try to share due diligence with one another. I do have, as I mentioned, a lot of men fellow traders who I trade with and they are amazing, really. But most of them don't have kids and some of them don't even have a job like they're full-time traders. So uh, discussing with them the difficulties that I'm having is much more um, is much more difficult because I mean they they can have some good advice but it's not the same. So I came up with an idea of you know creating creating a community of of women of moms OTC moms. <laughs> <laughs> um, where we can, you know, share with one another um, how are we dealing with all the OTC and our life and our kids and share some trading and the ideas and share some due diligence and work together. Because I truly believe that, you know, as moms uh, who understand each other and, you know, have some mileage and have some things in common, it doesn't really even matter where are you coming from in which stage are you in your life? I mean, if you have little kids or big kids or I don't know, I mean, it's it's all good. We can really share some advice. We can really uh, help each other out and support each other. Um, and, you know, and create a very, I think it can be a beautiful community. And I think that there are a lot of newcomers, a lot of new moms who are trying to get into the OTC world who really need help. I personally, personally got a few women reach out to me uh, from my uh, local community and uh, you know asking me some questions and how do you do that and how do you manage with that and how do you manage with not connecting to the application and not seeing what happens with the so with the stocks and isn't it stressful you know a lot of questions which make sense and and you know newbies new new moms getting into uh trading the otcs really need support with and really need someone who already did this mileage to help them out with and i think that being a mom is something uh, very unique in this world. I don't see a lot of moms 
in the OTC? I see quite a few. I mean, I do see uh, a few, you know, Twitter moms like CC Trades, uh, who is amazing. And I know uh, a few more, but they talk stock. Uh, they don't always talk about how how are they balancing all those things together. And I really believe that the community uh, of such women can really make a difference and can really make new moms coming into the OTC much more comfortable with the OTC. And, you know, building such a community, sharing ideas, helping each other out can really, you know, help new people coming into the OTC. And I would really like to give, the, to give that opportunity to new people because I know that I was really that help when I first started. So that's that's my motivation and that's something that I would really want to happen. Okay. So one, I love the idea. So what I want to do is when we release this episode, I'm going to one besides tag people and it, I'm going to reach out to like CC Trades. There's a there's and besides CC Trades, there's for a few other ones like Marcel and Nicole. Um, there's I know a few local ones that I know as well that are full-time moms, you know, there some some spouses actually may travel. So, you know, maybe they play professionally or they do things that I think would benefit from this. And if I can help, maybe we can set up like a private Discord or a part a private Telegram, of course, driven by you guys, and I can help centralize it. I I definitely will. I'm going to ask anyone who's listening male or female, if you have any ways that are easier ways we can execute this to definitely send me an email or hit me on the Telegram on Twitter, because I like the idea. I, I think as challenging it is for a man to do it, at times it's probably even more challenging for a mother who primary responsibility at times is to take care of the house, right? To make sure the kids are ready, the, the, the house is clean, if you're married or you're dating someone to, you know, at times make sure your, your maid is eating and then have to trade. So just, yeah. have, and, and it could be therapy as well. Cause you know, there's days where you might be stressed out, right? You feel bad. You miss a trade or a runner. And then, you know, you're stressed at home and you might need to ask, how do you deal with that? Because we all go through things, but we always don't have someone to talk to. And yeah. so. I think by having a centralized place where you can just simply type in a question and someone can reply when they have the time, you know, because people are worldwide, you know, and hey, you might send out a text and somebody might respond three hours from now just because of the time difference. But at least you're able to get someone else's insight, regardless if you agree or disagree with it, you're you're at least able to get someone else's perspective. And I think that's the biggest thing is having that open dialogue to say, hey, I got greedy, it tanked, I'm down, kids are getting on my nerves, and <laughs> and I locked my husband out. Like, how, how do you deal with all this? And, you know, just to see how, like, hey, you might get people like, honey, I didn't did it too. You know, like, this is what I did. And, you know, and you just have that committee that you can rely on because I think ultimately the more confident you are with trading and, you know, being able to juggle everything, the the better your account and the gains that you have. So 
I'm definitely going to be willing to help. I I really appreciate, you know, when I reached out to you, I was like, do you know any women <laughs> I can talk to? <laughs> and I really didn't expect you to like, you know, get so engaged into something that popped out, you know, to me. And I was like, it's a dream, you know, trying to, to, to initiate such a community and help other people out and have a support system and, you know, have moms talking to each other from this world. That's something that's very unique that I haven't seen existing in the OTCs and, and you being, you know, being you, being a man, being so engaged into helping and, and you know, um, and helping that cause and, and helping make that happen. It, it just amazed me, really. I was like, oh, my God, I didn't expect that. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it, it, and it may st start off as like a Discord or a Telegram and then grow from there as the community continues to grow. You never know. Or someone who's listening may have an exceptional idea right away. And, yeah. you know, you yeah, never know. Yeah, most definitely. So, yeah, most definitely. <laughs> but yeah, is there anything else around the idea that you want to say or express? Or did you no, get it I all out? I think that I would really like to hear from, you know, from other women if they feel the need to be part of such a community of, you know, from other moms. And I would really appreciate if, you know, moms who are interested in joining such a community, you know, DM me on Twitter or send me a message on Telegram or whatever. Just let me know that you're interested because the feedback is really important. Because if there is a big group of people interested in joining such a community, you know, it would really get me uh, motivated and driven into driving this and making it happen. So I would really like to learn the engagement and, and see um, how many people are interested in such a community. Uh, I believe that there will be quite a few. And I also believe that if we'll have such a community and it will be successful, I really believe it will bring new blood into the OTC because, you know, moms will know that they can rely on an existing community who helps each other out. And I'd re I, I really like to believe that the community would make a difference in the OTC world for the moms, you know, trading the OTCs. So I'd really like to hear from people and learn from them. What do they think about the idea? Um, do they appreciate it? How do they think would be the best way to execute it? What would they want to get from such a community? I mean, wh what are the needs from such a community? Would they like to have like a social chit chat or would they like to work on DD together? Or I don't know. I mean, how do they see the group? How do they see the benefits from having a mom group in the OTC? So I'd really like to learn the different perspectives uh, people have uh, about that idea. And I'd really appreciate people reaching out to you or to me, it doesn't really matter, but reaching out to us and letting us know how do they feel about that and and in a perfect world i have a i think it, it can grow into a, something bigger and what i mean by that i think ultimately people are going to get comfortable with the otc but as the otc grows they may their your trading style may grow and you may do some instead of just otc penny stocks you may find yourself doing small cap penny stocks so eventually it can just be you know a a group for moms who trade, right? Yeah. You know, so we're not going to limit it, you know, early on, I mean, in the end to OTC, but I think initially, I think as it grows, it may eventually, I can see it becoming something bigger. So you, you said people can reach out to them. And I know I introduced you as huge trips. You want to give out your Twitter and Telegram as far as if they're able to reach you or do you just Telegram? I mean, or, or just Twitter. So it's really up to you. 
they can definitely <laughs> reach out to me, but we're all different. So did you want to uh, send out your, your Twitter at least? Uh, yeah, sure. My Twitter is huge trips. <laughs> uh, it's H U G E T R I P S, huge trips. Uh, so you can reach out and DM me uh, over there. I mean, whatever is the, is good for you. You're welcome to to let me know what do you think about that. And my user in Telegram is Queen of Waves. Uh, Queen of Waves, like waves in the sea. So you are welcome to reach out over there as well. And that's my user in Discord as well. So wherever is comfortable for you, you're more than welcome to reach out and let me know what you think. On the surface, I'm thinking Discord might be the easiest way because you can put little, not little, but you can put little files as far as folders where you can say like Yeah, uh, it's very well organized. So (laughs) a a Discord could, could potentially work. I'm hoping someone listening might have another platform maybe there may be someone who's a master in using twitter that we're just not familiar with so people don't have to go to like three or four different apps but we'll we'll definitely get it there the the beauty of it is the idea is now in the universe and once you put it in the universe it's just now the the action behind it so we'll definitely get it there all right thank you very much <laughs> I really appreciate your time and I really, really appreciate the, you know, the engagement you have for this idea and you helping out making this dream come true. So I'd really like to thank you. Really. (laughs) I appreciate it. (laughs) So we are at that part where I like to give the people who come on their flowers. So, (laughs) (laughs) and it's, it's just me, my way of saying thank you for coming on and sharing your story because by sharing your story, you're paying it forward and helping someone else listen and inspire. So my words to you is since starting and doing this podcast, I've been blessed to interact with people all across the world. We all have different stories. Our journeys are different. The whys and the distance we run to get to the same finish line may be different, but what makes everything unique is that through every story, there's inspiration, right? So everything you do and being able to juggle, you know, everything you've said it to me personally it eliminates the excuses that people may say of i don't have time or i just can't do it or it's just too much because you're living proof of that and so hopefully inspires people not to say why not or i can't when it comes to their goals and to diving into something new but it inspires them to say i can and and ask themselves how can i do more and I say that because personally, when you when you sh- we started talking back and forth and you told me everything you do, the first thing I asked myself is like or told myself, like, man, I need to do more. So <laughs> thank you. <laughs> thank you for coming on. And I definitely want to keep in touch. And I definitely appreciate thank you for you having on. me. And thank you for your kind words. <laughs> really, you made me blush. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So as always, if you can, please rate, write a review if the platform you're listening to allows you to do so. If you have any questions or topic requests or even want to be a guest, please email me at pennystockwhisperer at gmail.com. Other than that, have a good day and see you later.